0: Swamiji, some people will speak of karma as something, a burden, and they'll say, uh, it's my destiny, I can't avoid it. A fatalistic sort of approach, is that correct?
1: It's not correct. When you You have to have willpower. You can't just say, oh, my karma, my karma. <laughs> it's how you respond to your karma that accounts for everything. You learn from karma, Sometimes the most difficult karma can be your greatest blessing because it turns you in the right direction, it develops qualities in you. I know that I have a horoscope which in the western system is not easy. It's all the big planets and fixed signs making a grand cross. This indicates lots of opposition, lots of difficulty, but I don't feel it at all. I'm not bowed down under, it's made me stronger and uh, actually I'm very grateful for it. Yes, it's been difficult, but an easy life is not a victorious life. Mm -hmm. So when you have karma coming to you, no matter what kind of karma, if you will be strong and just say I'm a child of God, and no matter what, I will do the right thing. The main thing you to remember is yata dharma sata When you are dharmic, there will be victory. There will be fulfillment. There will be success of all kinds.
0: Swami, that word dharma... um...
1: Dharma means righteous action. Mm -hmm. And how do you know what is dharmic and what isn't? Well, it takes a long time to learn these lessons, but actually you mustn't go just by what your society says is dharmic. In the Second World War, Germans were telling Germans, the government was telling Germans... It's right to hate, it's right to fight, it's right to kill the Jews, etc. That didn't make it right. Sometimes families will tell you to do things that are not dharmic. So you have to feel in your own self, is this righteous for me? How can you tell? The answer is by how you feel inside. If I'm giving, that's why Jesus said, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Blessed means blissful. When you give to others, you feel more an expansion of ego to include their egos, an expansion of consciousness that it's uh, liberating, and you feel happier when you give. When you take, the happiness you feel in taking is a constrictive kind of happiness, and in the end, it's suffocating. So basically, you can say, that that is right action, which makes you feel freer and happier in yourself.
0: So Swami, it seems like freedom is the issue because you can feel good when you do something pleasurable. So
1: Yes, and you can feel good when you hate somebody, when you get revenge on somebody and so on. That's not the kind of feeling I'm talking about. It should have freedom in it, and it should have bliss in it. That's not the same thing as that darker pleasure of revenge.
0: Swami, the word freedom has a lot of uh, nuance in it. What does it when mean you to you? When you feel
1: free, it means you're, you're, you feel lighter. I think perhaps that's the best definition. You know, the whole thing ties into the energy direction in the spine. Mm-hmm. When the energy goes downward, you're going back to your animal consciousness. When it goes upward, you're going towards soul consciousness. That's why everybody speaks of heaven is above and hell down below. Mm. I mean, you never have found hell literally down below. They've never found imps and devils coming up with an oil gusher, for example. <laughs> it, uh, it's below in your own body. and. Uh, that which makes you feel heavier is not right for you freedom the kind of freedom i'm talking about you feel lighter your energy feels lighter that's the freedom that is meaningful swamiji that direction of energy then is vitally
0: important how do we get the energy to flow upward
1: well um, meditation, directing it deliberately upward, concentrating here. You can think in, in an Indian scripture called the Srimad Bhagavatam. They talk of the think of the heart as a lotus, and turn all the lotus petals up toward uh, the brain. So it, it's a deliberate thing, but there are other things that help the energy to rise. Don't have dark thoughts, don't have vengeful thoughts, Don't have angry thoughts. Any thought, any action that harms other people lowers the energy. Action that is beneficial to others, that is serviceful to others, helps to raise the energy. And people are not stupid. They all know what helps to lower their energy or to raise their energy. So do those things which will help to expand and to raise your energy. Would a vegetarian diet help? A diet certainly does help. In fact, countries that eat heavy beef and pork and so on, they tend to be more... You know, it's not only that the fact that the animal food is not physically good for you, and it's not. The human body has made the length of the digestive tract is such that um, that kind of food in the digestive tract becomes putrid and uh, it's important to eat foods that are that you can they can rest in in the intestine tract a long time or a short time depending on what the food is so in diet also animals like cows and pigs they're intelligent and they know when they're being killed somebody was A friend of mine lived on the route that they took cows to be slaughtered and he said that he could, you could feel the panic in their Mm. mooing when they they knew they were going to be killed and they were afraid. Well those vibrations of anger and fear remain in the flesh and you take that in too. Mm. So that those countries which are heavy in that uh, kind of diet also become more angry they tend to be more warlike and uh, disruptive.
0: Swamiji, going back to the question of destiny, um, freedom is part of free will, but what is free will then?
1: You can't really have free will in this world because you're. what are you free from? You're a part of God. You can never be free from that. So freedom really means To be able to do those things which will be good for you and not to be forced to do things that are bad for you. Not by habit to be forced to take drugs or to drink or to eat wrong or whatever. So our destinies are fairly certain. Our destiny is fairly certain but how we react react to it, that is what we we can do something about. Somebody with the worst of karma, it says in the Indian scripture, the Bhagavad Gita, that even one with the worst of karma, if he steadfastly meditates, quickly comes to me. So you can change your karma, you can change your destiny by willpower, by faith, by raising your energy, and uh, you can even create an aura of protection so that if you have the karma to lose a leg, You may just get a scratch. So the strength of your aura also becomes important. When you love God, when you're a devotee, your aura becomes strong and bad karma will come but it won't touch you in the same way that it will to somebody who's wide open to it.
0: Mm -hmm. Swami, how, and to create that strong aura is, what particular technique, is there a technique or any method you would recommend?
1: I think the main thing is love for God. That's the strongest aura you can have. Love for other people. And uh, above all, love God. That strengthens your aura. Your aura will change color immediately, reflecting the kinds of thoughts you have. If, for example, with this aura camera that I bought, people who are, um, when they're being restless, it shows. Mm. And when they, go to meditate, then the color changes, Hmm. it becomes peaceful. the strength of the aura also becomes greater when you, it's a good thing to feel the aura and be aware of that light. Hmm. So it's important that we strengthen ourselves and become more magnetic. Willpower is very important. The greater the willpower, the greater the flow of energy. This is why Yogananda gave what he called energization exercises. And we learned to charge our body with energy. And then in that way we learn also if we want to succeed in something to direct strong energy there. And I found in college very interesting. I didn't like college. I didn't go to class and I was rather a rebel I'm afraid, But uh, I took a Greek course. And uh, the professor, when he was preparing the students for the exam, he said, well, there may as well, some people in this class may as well not even take the exam. Everybody looked at me and laughed because uh, I knew words like uh and the. Uh, and I just didn't know Greek, but I was determined to pass it. And before the exam, I said, you're a Greek. And with that thought, I was just reading my own language and it came to me very easily. Interestingly enough there were only two people in that class who passed the exam, I was one of them.
0: Amazing.
1: Yeah, it was a difficult class. The professor said to me later, well you really must have studied, it shows the value of study, I didn't dare tell (laughs) him. But you can get knowledge, you can get inspiration, you can get answers to your questions, you can get the power to succeed in what you do. You can draw good opportunities. If you want to be lucky, expect to be lucky, and you'll find that you attract that luck. And I've proved this in my life. I found that I can change my destiny by just willing that things go this way. I found that I can attract money when I need it, and uh, it's not a miracle. There are no such things as miracles. It all depends on using the energy and having the willpower to uh, direct toward whatever you want. So if you want to be successful in business, let's say, don't just study what other people have done. Go out there with courage, know that things will happen and they will happen. I was trying to get something happening in Delhi and my organization didn't allow it in the end, but because of my determination that it will work. I said by my will it will happen. I got to meet Nehru, he gave me his permission personally mm-hmm. and certain miracles helped to happen and uh, make that possible also. But you'll be amazed how much your willpower can accomplish, direct the energy.